This podcast is sponsored by NaturalBossNH.com, New Hampshire Vape Gallery, and SlowdownClothing.BigCartel.com. More on that later. It's time for episode 38 of Talking with Topher. What is happening, everybody? I am so happy to be back. I really am. It is another Monday. It is Monday, December 21st. This is my Christmas episode, um, and it is also the first day of winter. That's right. It is officially here, and I'm officially going to start this podcast by saying thank you to everybody out there for watching, subscribing, hitting those like buttons, sending in your comments, and your emails. Um, If you are new to the podcast, please remember to subscribe, hit those like buttons, set those alarms so you know when the new episodes pop up, and you can comment. Comments help the podcast. For some reason, the algorithm loves comments, so if you comment on a video, that helps push this thing to the top, whatever that means, Um, but it helps. It helps a lot, so do that. Put in your comments, and if you don't want to put in your comments, that's okay too. You know, just watch the video and subscribe and like. Um, Always want to send a thank you to everybody who's already doing all of that. Um, I keep seeing the subscribers grow week to week, and it keeps me coming back week after week. Um, If you or someone you know has a story that needs to be told, I have an email you can send it to. That's right. T-A-L-K-I-N with Topher at gmail.com. That's talking with Topher at gmail.com. On here, I like to tell stories. Uh, Of course, they're all my stories of my past, my present, what's going on, how I'm doing mentally, all kinds of stuff going on. So, If you have anything like that, send it on over to the email. I will discuss it on the podcast and go over it um, anonymously, or you can get the shout-out. doesn't matter to me. I will read it either way. You can also send comments, uh, suggestions, and just anything uh, you want. If you've got questions, send them there. I'll answer them on the podcast. I think it would be a lot of fun, and I really want to start interacting with all of you out there, and I think this is the best way to accomplish that. So remember, again, if you or someone you know has a story that needs to be heard, send it to T-A-L-K-I-N with Topher at gmail.com. That's talking with Topher at gmail.com. You can also follow me on all social media, TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, and Twitter. All right, so go there, follow. I do daily things. I sometimes do updates on the podcast. And um, that's it. That's all the announcements. And boy, does it feel good to get through that. Um, and now, you know, it. it's just time to get into it, right? So if you're living in New Hampshire, Massachusetts, Vermont, uh, New York, I mean, we all just got nailed with a shit ton of snow. So we all had to shovel out. And I know it's nothing new to anybody in this area, but it was brutal. We had a a wet, heavy snow beforehand. Um, I think that was last week, actually. And then this time it was 
light and fluffy, just like they said. But my God, it felt like it would never end. It felt like it was never going to end. Um, it was snowing when I woke up at 6. Uh, I went outside, started shoveling at 7 because I was trying to go to jiu-jitsu class because that's what I like to do on Thursdays. And sure enough, my professor texted me and let me know that we're not, we're not doing class and um, because of the weather. And that was fine. I could accept that. And then I got in the house around 10.30, probably started around 7 or 7.30. Um, and I had finished shoveling out, cleaning up everything, and then I needed to take a shower because I needed to go open up New Hampshire Vape Gallery. So I get in the shower. I do everything I got to do. I'm, I start the car, and the car is buried again. I'm like, oh, my God. I, I, I cannot do this again. I have to get going. So I clean off the car, do my best, and get in the car, and I go. And I'm white-knuckling it to work. Um, usually about 40, 42 minutes is the ride. Uh, it took me about an hour and a half uh, to get to work. So now we're pushing 1 o'clock. Um, and then I, I have to shovel out. Yeah, th so I got there at 1.15, and then I got to shovel out. So now I'm shoveling. The uh, shop entrance, the back entrance, uh, I had to dig out my parking spot because the plow hadn't even showed up yet, so I couldn't park my car. Um, just trying to figure this all out, get that all dug out, get into the shop. Then I got to clean up and, and get the shop ready because, you know, you do that in the morning, got a country drawer, all that wonderful shit. So by the time I opened up the shop, it was like 2.45 and then, you know, stayed open till 8.00. Um, get back home and then it takes another hour and 15 hour and 30 minutes to shovel out the rest of the crap, you know, snow blow, whatever, clean it all up, make it pretty. Um, so that way in case the sun comes out, it starts melting. And, um, this is just something I do, but when I shovel, I don't shovel just for the storm. I always shovel and anticipate the next one coming behind it. So I'll like... I don't know. I, I, I clean up enough and I push stuff way back because I don't know if we're going to get another one of these right behind it. And if you just kind of shovel out so that you can use your stairs or you can get to here, or you can get to that, but you don't like clear it out and like make it wide enough and really pile up the snow and figure out where you're going to put it. If it comes again, it's like if it snows again, well, then you're just dealing with double the mess. And if it's cold, then all the old stuff is frozen and you can't move it. So I really like, well, I have OCD and anal retentiveness anyway. So just, you know, take that and then go outside with it and try to clean up snow. And I'm doing the same, you know, and so it takes me forever to do these things. Um, but once I'm done, I'm prepared for the next storm to fall and I can just, you know, shovel my pattern and then I don't have to do anything extra. And it actually makes shoveling easier uh, from storm to storm, depending on the weight, of course. Uh, but, yeah, so that was brutal. Um, uh, then, you know, we're, we're all getting ready for the holidays. And buying gifts is, uh, you know, just sometimes a real pain in the butt. Especially when you're trying to buy for your significant other 
who, you know, we're always buying stuff, right? I mean, day to day, week to week, um, you know, you're, you, you, we, we kind of buy um, whatever we want, whenever we want. And um, right now my headphones are going haywire, and this is so weird. Sorry, sorry. Getting some crazy feedback in my headphones, and nah. All right, it's back, it's back, it's good. All right, so yeah, so buying presents for your significant other is is is, is pretty intense um, because I'm trying to find. It's not intense. It's just it's frustrating because when you're buying stuff for each other all year long it's like what do you end up getting the other person right what do you what do you get them you know they they pretty much you know we're in our 40s now and it's easy to buy stuff like i always buy stuff i i always do like if i need something i'm buying it um that's why i find gift giving so difficult because a lot of the people that i know um, do the same exact thing, especially like my parents and stuff like that. So when I actually find a gift and I'm like, yes, I found the gift, right? And you get excited about it and you're like, I've got it, you know? And of course you have to wait until the paycheck gets deposited, all this stuff, right? So because that's happening, um, you know, I couldn't buy stuff until like last week. So most of the deadlines for getting stuff before Christmas was like Friday or Saturday. So I was like, oh, man, I don't know if I'm going to be able to get this. Um, I don't know if I'm going to be able to get it in time, but I got to try. Right. So I pay for the extra shipping. Um, I pay for a few other things. So and I'm just like, all right, this is. This has got to do, and then I'm getting uh, delayed shipping. Um, your package will be here on the 19th, then it gets pushed to the 20th, then it gets pushed to the 21st, and I'm like, oh, good. So I got two packages for two people that I have a really hard time buying gifts for, and it looks like both of them may show up after Christmas. So uh, it, it, it's frustrating. Gift giving is frustrating, and I'll be honest, I really find the best part of Christmas is being done with all the shopping. Like, I wish I could start this in October, be done by November, and then just wrapping all the stuff up uh, in December and not, like, in the middle of the rush with everybody else. But I'm not, and, you know, that's just what happens, but... Back on the mail thing, like when I was, I, I had placed a couple orders at the shop and I placed them on the 24th of November and I, I, and I never received it. So I had to call the company to find out what's going on. And of course they ended up just shipping me a new one. They did it by a different company. It got to me in two days, but we're still missing the first order. So I'm like, oh, all right, well. Uh, um, you know, keep checking the tracking, keeping the tracking. Um, and it still hasn't showed up. So I called the post office and I'm like, where is this package? This has been way too long and I don't understand. So, and I, and I had a conversation with the, the, the post person, postman, postman, you know, 
And I was like, I don't understand what's happening. You know, uh, I know there's a lot of people ordering, but I didn't understand how many people were ordering. And what he explained to me was um, the post office, at least the one in the area where we're in, I think it was in Seabrook when I was talking to him. Um, that post office, I guess, is set up for like 50 tons of packages going through. And that's at their peak. So their peak is right now. This is this is their peak season. They have a couple more um, during the year, but this is the biggest one. So the most, the 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 largest amount of packages going through that building is 50 tons, and that's what they have people in place for. That's what the place is set up for, and um, so they have it to optimally run with the 50 tons. But we've been at 50 tons. He said until since June. So if we've been at 50 tons since June, their peak right now is at like 7580. So even at this astronomical number, they don't have enough people to man this amount of freight. And this is what's bogging down the United States Postal uh, Service. And I was like, oh, wow, that meant, that helped me understand um, what the problem, like why I haven't got my package and why uh, the packages that I'm waiting for are not showing up because for some reason, you know, you pay for shipping. Um, and I wanted faster shipping, um, and I guess their option for the faster shipping was USPS and not somebody else, and that's what's, you know, making my package late. So it's unfortunate that you pay extra, and then the company chooses somebody who can't um, fulfill that. Um, probably not, you know, an error on their end or my end. It's just, you know, an error in general. There's so many people at home now, and there's so many people ordering online because that's what they told us to do. They told us to stay home, right? So and everybody's doing it, and it's now jammed up you know everybody getting packages and it makes it a little bit more frustrating so but i mean at least i found them gifts right the hardest part was finding it for them now i just gotta get it in the mail but if anybody else out there is missing packages or uh you've had some uh late packages and they're coming by the mail then uh that's why that's why they are just super super backed up excuse me Yeah, so between, uh, you know, ma uh, waiting on packages, trying to finish up this Christmas thing, that's that's my favorite part about it is uh, when it's all done, you know. Christmas Day is always fun because you just pass them out and then, you know, it's just like, it's like you can relax and you're like, yes. And, uh, it, you know, I love this time of year. I really do. Um, I think most of us do enjoy this time of year. Um, you know, it can be frustrating. Um, you know, I find that a lot of people, uh, our fuses have been short in general lately, you know, thank you, COVID. Um, but, uh, usually during the holidays is when we start to see everybody's fuse getting a little shorter because everybody's stressed out from buying stuff and, 
you know, trying to figure it all out. And um, I, I, I didn't think it was that bad this year. Um, definitely did not have the rushes, which is fine. I, I mean, I wasn't expecting my store to be packed. Um, but, you know, that snowstorm really screwed us on the last weekend before Christmas. So it's all right, though. We'll bounce back. Um, not too big of a deal. Uh, but where am I going? But yeah, so it's just sometimes it's difficult to find gifts for significant others. Uh, write in an email. Let me know how your shopping experience went. My, mine was, well, it was pretty easy. I, I, I did little shopping in stores and mostly all online. So I just find online to be so much easier because most of the time I go to the store looking for items and they're not there anyways. So my rule is, is I'll drive to maybe, I'll push it to two stores. I'll do two. And if I can't find it, I just go online and I order it. And I don't care if I pay extra money for it at that point. Because I figure if I have to drive anywhere else, I'm already paying extra money for the item that I'm searching for. So I'll drive to two locations depending on the distance. And after that, if I can't find the item, I just order it online anyways it's i think it's just a good rule of thumb so you're not wasting gas and i mean driving around getting stuck in traffic uh definitely not exactly how i want to spend my day um but speaking of more things for christmas i'm wearing my christmas shirt spongebob dressed up as santa i thought that was fun uh, my mother-in-law got me that um one of the Christmas parties that we that I had said last week that we got canceled is back on. That's right. No kids have COVID. So we are good to go. Unfortunately, the other party is canceled and everybody got COVID. Now, here you go. You got a husband who got it. Wife got it. They have two kids. The boy got it. And the little girl didn't. So you got a house. Everybody got COVID except for the little girl. And that is probably the one thing where I go, man, this this virus is crazy. Like, right? She's in the house. She's in it. And she still didn't get it. You know? And it's just wild to me that, like, even in the same household. And it's not like, you know, the... Oh, shit, actually. No, no, no. The girl's younger. So, you know, you know, she's hanging around mom, you know, she's doing all, you know, because they're little kids. They're not, they're not older. Um, I think they're still both under 10, but wild, huh? I thought it was wild that, you know, that I don't know if that little girl's immune system was just better than everybody else in the household, but for some reason she didn't get it and everybody else did. So unfortunately that party was canceled, uh, because of this. And of course we're, um, you know, keeping in contact and making sure everybody's doing good but so far everybody's doing just fine just like you hear about 99% of the time so you know we're 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 waiting for them to get all nice and healthy and then we'll see them after the after christmas and stuff like that but yeah i wanted to put out an episode i'm going to try and get this one out early so everybody will um uh hopefully enjoy this be before christmas um, that's my idea. I'm thinking of like, I want, I want people to, uh, I, 
interact with the podcast, right? I got the email. I'm trying to get people to interact with it. And maybe you started something new this year, right? Um, I'm always talking about starting new things. And one of my things is, is I don't believe in New Year's resolutions. So I don't believe you need to start something just because it's the new year. and blah. If you need to start something, you just start something, right? You're not going to – one thing I've learned is if you say you're going to do something but – you give yourself enough like you if you make the starting date too far in advance or too far in the future you you're not going to reach that and if you have the idea in your brain that I want to start doing this um then that's when you start doing it right so I want to hear from more people out there that are that have started something new. Um, uh, it's positive stories. This is what I'm talking about. It doesn't always have to be a story about drinking and crashing a car and you know fucking up. It could be a positive, motivating story that you started something new finally, um, and it, and this is what it took for you to get going. And now you're sticking with it and you're doing it every day and it's bettering your life. And that's what this is all about. I want people to know those stories as well. That's a great positive thing that I have talked about many times. And it's exactly what I'm doing all the time. Um, you know, I'm, I, I'm always doing new stuff. Well, actually, no, I'm not always doing new stuff. I've started a bunch of stuff and now it's just continuing. And I'm just maintaining it. And I will have to say, you know, maintaining it sometimes is much harder than starting it. But my whole point is, is you don't have to wait till the new year to do it. But if you are waiting to the new year, that's a story I want to hear too. What are you planning on doing come new year? If you want help staying committed to the goal that you're putting in place for the new year, send the email. We'll talk about it. And that's one way to keep yourself in check that that's that's one of the tools that i use see even though i'm on social media every day i'm basically holding myself accountable every day by putting my uh run up on there you know i'm also promoting the podcast every day i have to i'm a nobody right so if i don't promote myself at least once a day, no one's ever going to hear of this thing. And that's that's just the truth. It's not uh, all poor. No, it's not all poor nothing. That's how this works. If you're not putting it out there, no one's going to know about it. No one's searching for me. They're searching for Joe Rogan. They're searching for uh, Tom Segura. You know, they're searching for important people or relevant people that have already made them. Uh, they've already solidified themselves in this world and I'm a 41 year old that's never been on the internet so I don't expect people to just come across this so I put my story out there I promote pro I, I try to promote myself as much as possible but I'm also using it to hold myself accountable if I have to run right I gotta run every morning well I post the fact that I'm running and now I have to continue running I have to keep doing it over and over again because I built my social media on me doing my run in the morning, going to jujitsu in the morning, 
bettering myself every morning, waking up and moving forward. So now that that's there, now it holds me accountable. I got to do it. And if I don't do it, well, and I feel like I have to um, probably say why I didn't do it, you know, um, to a certain extent, of course. Um, but it's 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 another way for me to go, ah, I got I to gotta get this in there. I got to do this. And it's not because I I do believe that uh, uh, it, it, it does help people keep moving forward and, and trying new things. I do believe this. I don't think I would have ever started this if I didn't think that the mistakes I made could help people from making mistakes. Just like me bettering myself could show people that you can better yourself. So this whole experience has been a giant tool for me to keep myself in check, make sure that I'm doing what I'm supposed to, and in the hopes of helping other people get to where I am today by showing you anybody can do this. Um, but those are the type of stories I also want sent to the email. I want stuff like that too. Um, you know, maybe maybe uh, you, you got up, you fell down. Well, that's that's fine. Those stories are good too because everybody needs to see when you fall down. But I also want to hear when you picked yourself back up. You know, I want it all. I want all your stories. So that's what I'm talking about. I just I, I starting something new. I think is like one of the most important things because that's what helps growth. That's what helps the mind expand because when you start something new, that means you don't know anything about it. So now you have to start learning. So learning super important. That's what helps every all of these things help you grow as a person and it's helping me grow every day as a person. So I love using all these tools um, and I just I, I, I wanted to add that in since sometimes I don't exactly specify what I'm looking for in the email. It's all the stories. It doesn't really matter. Positive, negative, um, starting something new, doing something old. I don't know, whatever, whatever you're enjoying, that's what I'm looking for. Um, I also want to do some advice stuff. I think uh, I can give advice. Uh, I've seen uh, Theo and Brendan give advice on King and Sting. It's horrible advice. It's hilarious, don't get me wrong. But most of the time it was horrible advice. Well, I can give horrible advice too. So I think it would be fun. Get this thing going. Get it moving. Uh, get you all more involved. I just think it's going to be a shit ton of fun. NaturalBossNH.com. That's N-A-T-U-R-A-L-B-O-S-S-N-H.com. NaturalBossNH.com. Go to this website and get yourself some wonderful organically made products today. You got chap lips, no problem. They got lip balm. You got dry skin, they have a salve. Um, you looking to keep your hands clean and not spread germs from flu and COVID? Get the hand sanitizer. It's one of my favorites. I've been using it for almost a year now, and I swear by it. I love it, love it, love it. Um, let's say you uh, don't shave. You got a beard. They got some beard oil. It's going to keep that from getting all snarly. Um, great product there. And then, of course, they have a foot and body soak. Just phenomenal, phenomenal products made right here in New Hampshire. And if you got a bunch of money for Christmas, 
and you're looking for something to get, but you're not sure what, they may still have some gift sets available. So comes with a couple different items at a, at a more affordable price, and you will get to try some of their products. So take some of that holiday money that you're sitting on and get yourself some Natural Boss products, and you can only find them at naturalbossnh.com. That's N-A-T-U-R-A-L-B-O-S-S-N-H.com. New Hampshire Vape Gallery is located at 180 Lafayette Road, Seabrook, New Hampshire, down the street from Home Depot and next to Smoke Rings. Um, we are open seven days a week from 10.30 to 8 p.m. You can give us a call, 603-814-4171, and you can come in our store provided you wear a mask. Uh, we have just got it all. I've got all your vaping needs, your disposables, your tanks, your mods, your pod mods. Um, we've got it all. Uh, if you're looking for slow down clothing, we carry it in store. Um, so we do have selected sizes available, but we carry them in store. And if you are looking to spend that holiday money you just received, come on in to New Hampshire Vape Gallery. I'm sure we've got what you've been looking for. For all your vaping needs. Uh, maybe it's your CBD needs. Maybe you just wanted a t-shirt. We got you. Come on in. Again, that is New Hampshire Vape Gallery located at 180 Lafayette Road, Seabrook, New Hampshire. Uh, down the street from Home Depot and next to Smoke Rings. Give us a call, 603-814-4171. We're open seven days a week from 1030 to 8 p.m. And I look forward to seeing you. Slowdownclothing.bigcartel.com Again, that is slowdownclothing.bigcartel.com This website, if you are looking for some awesome tattoo-inspired prints on anything, I am talking uh, trucker hats, gloves, shirts, neck gaiters, uh, leggings for women, um, you've got kids tees, you've got skateboards. I mean, they're basically printing on anything that you can purchase today. So amazing prints, beautiful colors. Their shirts hold up in the wash time and time again. Um, and the gloves, my wife just got her brother, a pair of the, uh, pair of the gloves and they are awesome. High quality gloves. I cannot wait to get a pair. They are awesome. They got all the grips on the in, in, in underneath. The, the, the print quality, again, is just as good as their t-shirts and everything else that they print on because it's a high quality print with great long-lasting colors and material. So, again, this is slowdownclothing.bigcartel.com. That's slowdownclothing.bigcartel.com. Not sure how to spell it? It's at the bottom of the screen. And now, back to the show. And I'm always speaking of uh, starting new things, stuff like that. You know, it, it's just good for you. It's good for your mentality. It's good for everything. And, you know, I talk about BJJ a lot, stuff like that. And I, I talk about it because it's one of the things that really helped me and we went to class this morning. It's one of my last classes. Uh, I go I go Wednesday as well. So about the time this podcast comes out, because I'm going to release this a little bit early uh, for Christmas. 
Um, so it was, it was like, uh, but we we were doing class. We were uh, it was a great class, and then at the end, one of the students made some cookies, and I normally don't eat the cookies, but I was like, you know what? I'm going to eat these. And I brought them home and I ate them all in one sitting and they were awesome. I mean, chocolate chip, there was uh, a double chocolate with marshmallows and then these little stars with sprinkles on them. And they were like a sugar cookie, I think. I don't even know. They were delicious though. And I was like, oh boy, this is probably not going to be good for me. But it's the holidays. You got to enjoy things every now and then. Sometimes you eat things that are not good for you. Sometimes you don't. And 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 the reason I, I I was yeah, that's right. The reason I was talking about this is because like I see food as like fuel. You know, I just I eat what I need to so that I can continue going and continue moving. And I don't have as much fun with food as I feel like almost everybody does. I feel like I'm alone with food. And, you know, this is one of my um, my things, you know, my dark things. And I, I have a problem um, with seeing myself gain weight is what it is. Um, I have a fear of getting fat. I'm just going to say it. Um, and I don't have this fear as much as I used to. And I believe that's because of the five-day water fast. Um, and because I do that twice a year, I don't have to worry about ever getting to the point where I f- get freaked out. I used to, when I when I was younger, I would eat. And eat and eat and eat. I was a garbage. I'm still a garbage disposal today. I'll literally eat almost anything. Um, but no, no, I'm not a garbage disposal today. What am I talking about? I can eat a lot. That's for sure. I guess that's what I'm considering a garbage disposal. But it's not. A garbage disposal eats anything and everything in sight. So I am not a garbage disposal anymore. I am... Hmm. I can eat a lot and I can continue eating, but I only choose to eat healthy stuff today. So I eat stuff that's good for me. I eat stuff that's going to agree with my system and that's going to burn properly. But when I was younger, I did not. I ate McDonald's. I ate Wendy's. I ate Taco Bell like it was going out of style. Um, I'm talking pastas and spaghettis and sauces and jalapenos and burgers with every condiment on it you could get. Um, I would just that I was a garbage disposal, but every now and then I would see myself getting fat, like in the stomach. And then I would, um, I was in my like teens and, you know, uh, my dad told me by the time I reach this age, you're going to have a gut like me and da, 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 da. And I was like, this is not happening. This cannot happen, and that's where my brain went. And so I would actually get to a point where um, I would shut off. Like I would see myself gaining weight, and I would literally stop eating. 
And I think this is why I find fasting so easy um, to an extent, you know, um, it is tough. I'm not going to say it's like super easy not to eat, but it's not as challenging for me, I feel, as most people because my wife likes to say it's like a, I don't know, some type of anorexia because I would never make myself puke. I hate puking. Um, I hated puking when I was drinking, but when I was drinking, I would always puke. Um, so that was pretty stupid, huh? I guess I enjoyed drinking more. I, I Yeah, I enjoyed drinking more than I cared about puking, I guess. Um, but when I would eat and I would see myself gaining weight, I would always go back to those thoughts of my dad telling me that I'm going to get a gut and this is going to happen. And it would freak me out. And even when I was young, I would just stop eating. And then if once I saw my stomach go back to flatness and so I've always had this like, I guess it's an eating disorder in a sense, but I've never considered it as an eating disorder or a problem. I was just always like, oh, well, I just don't I don't want to get fat. So um, but my wife, my wife kind of pointed out that it's probably an eating disorder like you got some type of. Something's going on there that, like, um, you know, and I thought it was just a fear of being fat, and it probably is, um, a little bit of both, um, but I will tell you, uh, ever since I started doing the five-day water fast twice a year, I never worry about it, and, I mean, granted, I've completely changed over my diet, and it's totally different now, and now it's more efficient, and I eat stuff that actually agrees with me, and I don't put anything in my system too often that doesn't agree with me, but I will tell you these these cookies were amazing. I Even the cookies I eat are like protein, um, <laughs> you know, like all dark chocolate, which is better, the... There's no added sugars. Like, I just make sure everything's as healthy as it can be so that I can digest things properly and my body can let go of them easily. Um, and, and, and that's just what I do now. And that's, you know, because I'm getting older. I just want things to do what they're supposed to and move on. I don't need to figure things out. And uh, But uh, it's, it's, it's interesting to me that... Um, you know, and saying this out loud, this is the first time I've ever said this out loud either, is that, you know, maybe maybe it always was like a, a, a disorder. I don't know. I don't know. I never thought it was a problem. I just didn't want to – I didn't want to gut like my dad, and I didn't realize all I had to do was stop drinking, and I would never get that. But I always thought it was food, so it would freak me out. I'd stop eating, and then when I – felt like I could start eating again I would it wouldn't be five days but it would be at least a day or so and I would do it all the time when I was younger so it's, it's just something I was thinking about after I ate those cookies this morning because they were so good they were they were definitely good and and so far eh, I'm fine a little extra sugar in my tank this morning but it was it was it was awesome and so um, I know everybody's getting ready uh, for Christmas, I figure this would be a nice, easy listen before the holiday. Um, I hope everybody has a, a, a wonderful uh, Christmas. Uh, stay safe from COVID. Uh, stay safe 
uh, on the roads. Um, and my God, people, if it's snowing and stuff out there, slow down. Jesus Christ, slow down. I mean, I, I go like, you know, they say 45. I'll go like 50, 60. But, man, some people are all over the place. They're going way too fast. And so many cars. Even this morning, I saw a car. Um, on the side of the, on the side of the road, and I'm like, Jesus, man, there wasn't even that much snow out. How did you wind up in the middle? So just just use caution, be safe. If you're traveling, be smart. You know, just do what we can to uh, keep everybody safe. Um, and I hope everybody just has a great great holiday weekend. Um, Merry Christmas to all. And um, and I got some Christmas stories for you. You remember? Uh, let's see here. When I I remember when I was, God, I think. I want to say I was living in Derry, so I had to be over ten, ten or above. And we were we were latchkey kids, so we would come home from school. No parents, basically key was hidden and we go in and I'd basically watch my sister while my parents were at work. And that's the way it was back then. I mean, <clears throat> during also during this time, you have to remember they would, you know, we would go out to play and we would be told, don't don't come home and until it's dark. So completely different times. I know this, but. When I was younger and it was Christmas and we were home from school, we would always especially during Christmas, I started getting nosy. So I would search my parents' closets. Um, you know, they had hiding spots and I'd find them all. And my mom would wrap all the presents and I remember Sneaking into the closet, finding the presents, and then like, like razor blading the tape so that you could pop it open and then unfold it and see um, whether or not what it what it was. You know what I mean? Did did I did I get it? What I was asking for? You know? And I remember like when it was that exciting that you couldn't even wait to receive those presents and and I don't I don't get like that anymore but I used to do it all the time uh, and I got my sister involved in it when she found out Santa wasn't real um, and, and and sorry but that if you're if you're young enough to believe in Santa then you're too young to be listening to me. Um, but, yeah, so we found out Santa was real. I got my sister in on it. We would sneak in. We'd look at all the gifts. We'd check everything out. Then we put it back, and i have to pretend like I didn't know. Well, you know, you eventually get caught. <clears throat> and, of course, it kind of ruins it. You know, you get – mom gets all upset. Uh, she, now's no, she now knows that, like, you know, the, it's over. There's – and stuff like that. So I'm sure it bothered my parents uh, probably more than it bothered me. You know what I mean? Um, because, again, going back to the gift-giving thing where you get so excited to give somebody that gift 
And then they already, they go and find out what it is. And of course, now it takes the surprise out. It takes the whole thing out. So because I did that as a kid, now, before Christmas, I don't want to see anything. I am, and it looks like I'm just being patient, but I'm not. I'm making up for my mistakes. So now I don't like opening presents before Christmas. I don't even want to a hint of what it is. Um, it's like I ruined it for myself. And now the excitement is and the discipline is waiting until that day. And it's it, it, I find it to be enjoyable. Uh, obviously, that's what that day is for. That's what you want to use it for. But my wife... Uh, is not. She's very excited about it. She wants to get gifts and give gifts right away. And, you know, she's just amped up and it's great and I love it. But sometimes I'm like, no, 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 I don't want a gift early. But I will tell you, I got one early. Um, and it was from my dogs. She's so funny. I, I, lo I love it. I think it's really cute and um, on it. Uh, just awesome, you know. That the dogs would give me a gift. You know, I think they're really sweet. And I'm, I'm kind of curious as to where they got the money. But they got me this great gift, you know. And um, it's it's one of those uh, egg boilers, right? So you can make them soft, hard. Um, and there's like a few different settings on it. And I would always boil my eggs. Um, cause I eat boy, I, I eat four eggs every morning. Like I love eggs. They're, they are awesome. Don't worry about the cholesterol. Don't worry about killing birds. Like it's, it's none of that. You don't have to worry about that shit, especially if it's like good quality eggs. Um, but I would always boil up like 18 of them a week and that would get me through the whole week. But I would have the hardest time peeling the shell. Hardest time. Sometimes I would get like just the yolk because I'm trying to uh, also open up these eggs in the car while I'm driving. So, you know, you're only doing it with one hand. You're doing it uh, the best you can. You can't really not take a hand off the steering wheel. So sometimes the, the membrane doesn't want to let go of the shell and it doesn't want to let go of the egg. And you end up tearing the shit out of it. And it's a mess. It's a mess. And I've been doing it this way. For a couple, for well, uh, almost three years now, because that's how long my diet. That's how long ago my diet changed, um, and so so the dogs got me this little thing. It's round, and uh, it's got like a little tray on it, and it holds six eggs, and um, you have to take this little cup. And they put like a, a pin in it. And you literally stab the egg. And I will say that I was very hesitant at first because, I don't know, eggshells break very easy. So I was like, how is this going to pierce the egg but not completely shatter the shell? Well, if you push too hard, it does break the shell a little bit. But if you just poke a hole in the egg, it, it, it actually works really, really well. Um, and, and then, uh, you, you take the little cup and you put like this much water in it. Pretty amazing. And then you pour the water in underneath the eggs and then you put the little dome top on 
And then you hit the start button. And 14 minutes later, this thing sounds like it's like going to make some type of a tone. And I don't remember what the word was that they used. Uh, But they made it sound like it was going to be like almost like a a soothing tone. Um, But they didn't make it sound. They didn't. In the book, they make it sound like it's going to be like a, a soft tone or something like that. This thing sounds like a truck backing up oh it's like a beep beep like super super loud um and i was like oh my god but 14 minutes is the timer on it and you take the eggs out i put them in the fridge let them cool and then i take them out and the shells fall off of them and i was like i don't know this is gonna be a pain in my butt it's 18 minutes you know what i mean I mean, it's um, this is gonna be a big pain in my butt because it's 14 minutes for six eggs, but there's no mess to clean up after. It evaporates like all the water. All you do is wipe the thing down, and it's clean. So I don't have to boil water. I don't have to wipe steam off my microwave because the fan doesn't do as good of a job as I wish it did. And then I have no pot to clean. Um. And I was like, oh, my God. And then as soon as all the shells fell off, I mean, it, driving, popping those shells off and just eating the whole egg, you know, it was incredible. And it blew my mind. And I don't think I'm ever going to boil eggs any other way again. So I wanted to just put that out there. Boiling eggs sucks. You know, uh, I found that 13 minutes on a low temp. Uh, seemed to get my eggs to a pretty decent spot, but this little machine destroys all of that, and I highly recommend it. It is really friggin' cool. Um, I love using it, and uh, I just thought it was really neat. And if you like hard-boiled eggs, but you hate the fact that you, every time you do it, the shell doesn't fall off properly, this is how to fix that problem. And it, it, it's awesome. And I'm so glad my dogs got it for me, too. You know, it's a really great gift. <laughs> but this is it. This is it, guys. This is the podcast. It is the um, the podcast before Christmas. This is my Christmas episode. Um, I can't uh, say thank you enough to everybody out there for subscribing, watching, um, liking, commenting, please send your emails to T A L K I N with Topher at gmail.com. Remember to follow me on TikTok, Snapchat, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Uh, and thank you. Thank you so much, uh, for this, this whole experience, uh, for the last eight months. It's been amazing. I'm going to keep it going. I'll see you all the way into the new year. Um, But just want to wish everybody a great rest of your week, a great weekend, and a Merry Christmas. I hope everybody has a safe and wonderful holiday. And remember, I'll talk to you later.